Hello and welcome to Practice Self-Care at Work, one of the habits available on Flex and one we can all benefit from developing if we're serious about our well-being. So what do we mean by practice self-care at work? We mean to look after ourselves. The way I look at this is I am usually the best person to look after myself. Not always, but usually. And if it is someone else that knows best, it's usually a family member, a good friend or a healthcare professional. So if you're at work, the president of your well-being is usually you. The reasons we fail to look after ourselves at work is too big a subject to cover here in its entirety. But fear plays a big role and it's invariably misplaced. In my experience, what I think people notice about me at work is not what they notice. It's a liberating thought. It means I can make changes to my working practices that only I will notice. The impact of these changes can be very positive for me and no one else will even bat an eyelid because they're wrapped up in their own little world just like I am. It's good news for my work too. I'm investing in me now and as soon as I'm done investing, me and my work start receiving the dividends in the form of a better version of me. Looking after myself at work can be proactive or reactive. In an ideal world, our routines would provide us with a series of mini resets throughout the day. Each reset preventing stress levels from going too far or for too long in the unhelpful zone. Back in the real world, we are not always in control of our working environments. Technology issues, uh, knobby colleagues, customers or suppliers, transport issues, pandemics, politics. There are a whole host of things that don't go as we'd like and they can catapult our stress levels into the unhelpful zone. In these situations, we need ways to bring down the stress levels as soon as possible. The good news is prevention or cure, the things that help are all the same. You'll work out which ones are best for you and in which circumstances. So let's look at a few. Set and stick to a routine. Parkinson's law is the adage that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. In simple terms, if you don't set yourself limits, you'll keep on going because there's usually more work to be done. The more you stick to your routine, the easier it is to stick to your routine and eventually it becomes automatic or the new normal. Your routine should include breaks or mini resets, the little things that you can do to calm and clear the mind and take them whether you think that you need them or not. Most importantly, when your workday stops, stop working. Ditch the work technology, get out of your work clothes. Work is done for the day it's time to do something else instead. Next, dedicated workspace. Design yourself a dedicated workspace with the right amount of privacy, the right equipment, and make sure you're comfortable. If you use a desk for long periods, don't take it for granted that your setup is the best it can be. Maybe a standing desk could work for you. Breaks, as I mentioned, Breaks of five minutes or so are like mini resets. They reduce the chance of stress levels reaching the unhelpful zone. Walking or anything else that gets you active, spending time in nature, focused breathing or meditation, listening to music, 
or five minutes of creativity in whatever form it may take, design yourself some five minute breaks, schedule them into your routine and stick to them. One mini reset every hour, then there's the infamous lunch hour. If we don't take time for lunch, we're missing a big opportunity to rest, recharge and refocus. Take a step away from your perfectly designed workspace, get some fresh air, some natural daylight, maybe even turn off your phone to maximise your chances of avoiding all those work-related triggers that prevent you from making the most of your midday reset. Do what you can to make lunch healthy and every so often see what you can do to have lunch with a colleague you trust. Be as open and as honest as you can with them about all those things that stress you out. The chances are you're not alone. Twalking. I do this quite often now, as you've probably guessed. It's a combination of walking and talking. Whenever it's appropriate, I choose the talk and walk option. Twalking means instead of sitting at my desk and talking, I'm exercising in nature and still working, either in person or more frequently on the phone. It took me a while to work out the best headphones to use, but now I'm sorted. Sometimes it's just a quick walk around the block. Other times it's a proper walk in the elements. If you're on the phone, encourage whoever you are having the conversation with to do the same and compare notes about the experience. My last talk was with Steve Stark. I was on the beach and he was climbing up a hill. I probably bored him rigid, but at least we both got some exercise. Boundary setting. I purchased a neon sign which says on air. It sits outside my office. I turn it on whenever I'm recording. Sometimes my fellow householders notice, sometimes they don't. Dad, have you printed the stuff off I sent to you? Has been recorded many times over the last year or two. Boundaries can be tricky to set and harder to stick to, but it's worth agreeing on a few boundaries with the people you share space or time with. Make sure the people you're discussing boundaries with have the opportunity to set their own boundaries, work or personal. Signs can be useful, reminding people that a door closed or headphones on is saying something to them. Try not to get too irritated when someone points out you've stepped over their agreed boundaries and don't feel bad about reminding them when they step beyond your agreed boundaries. Next, explore the alternatives. It's very easy to assume the ways in which you work are the best ways to work. Maybe they were once, but the times they are are changing. There are always new ways to communicate, new software to use, new ways to hire, new people and companies to collaborate with, new chairs to sit on, new music to work to, new ways of doing things, new podcasts to listen to. Pop a dedicated research slot into your calendar and use it to ask friends or colleagues for recommendations and share what you discover with others. Be kind to yourself. If you don't look after yourself, you're not going to be much good to others. Self-criticism can be helpful. It can spur you on to greater things, but there is a limit. Incessant criticism of yourself with no compassion for the fact you're an ordinary human being who doesn't always get it right is unhelpful. It's simply about finding a balance. Maybe you've worked enough this week. Maybe it's time to ask for help. 
time to tell your boss about this thing you're proud of or struggling with. Maybe it's time to schedule in those regular breaks or time to do something social with a colleague or two. My inner critic has a habit of comparing me to others. But what do I really know of others? I know very little about them. Maybe they're not having as much fun as I think, aren't as creative as they appear. Maybe it's time for your compassionate side, your inner critic, to come to some sort of agreement about what's sustainable. Maybe it's time to consider the idea that you're good enough already. Don't settle for surface level work relationships. It can be awkward balancing work and friendships, but a little bit of risk taking here and there can be a very positive thing for them and you. We're social creatures and our relationships are stronger when we reveal our vulnerability. Check out, as I've mentioned before, the wonderful Brené Brown if you want to understand more about the power of vulnerability. My summary is be honest with yourself, be brave with others in small steps and notice you become yourself as opposed to a pale imitation of others. As Oscar Wilde says, be yourself, everyone else is taken. The result is a win for you, a win for the people you work with and your friends and family will probably notice the difference too. Try combining networking with walking. I call it networking. It's a great way to get to know people and squeeze in a little extra exercise. So, to summarise, we avoid practising self-care at work because we put the needs of others above our own. The result is lose-lose. We suffer and as a consequence the people around us suffer. When we look after ourselves at work, we benefit and the people around us benefit. It's an investment in our future value, but all too often we fail to think beyond the immediate. If you were advising yourself, what would you recommend? Practice self-care at work and deliver value consistently or ignore the needs and struggle through. None of us might like the idea that we're a human resource, but to some extent or another, we are. And the best thing any of us can do is invest in maintaining that resource so it delivers value consistently. Treat yourself as a valuable piece of equipment that needs regular maintenance so problems can be nipped in the bud. Don't ignore the telltale signs that something's not quite right. Explore and fix issues immediately. Your job is to keep you functioning well in the short, medium and long term. The most important thing you can do is set and stick to a routine that provides you with sufficient downtime to rest and recuperate. And that includes taking regular midday break or reset and a heap of mini resets throughout the day. It only counts as a reset if you step away from your work. Five minutes is often enough. Create a great workspace and keep exploring what else you can do to make work more frictionless. When your work allows, combine it with some self-care. Try talking or networking. Set boundaries with the people at work and at home and don't be afraid to call yourself or others out when you step over the line. Talking of others, they're important to you. We're social creatures. Strong relationships are essential to our well-being. So 
Take a few small risks. Share how you feel with others and encourage them to do the same. The chances are everyone will value that experience. And last but not least, be kind to yourself. There is only now. Tomorrow never comes and yesterday is gone. Find a way to enjoy your working life. It's good for you and it's good for the people you work with. Unfortunately, the way things work, organisations have to treat us as a resource, a human resource. So make sure you, the resource, is maintained on a regular basis. Make sure you run nice and smoothly. There are many ways, as I've described, to look after yourself at work. If you're new to the idea that it's okay to look after yourself at work, then starting all of this is tricky to navigate. The chances are practicing self-care at work will slip your mind. It's not a problem. The more you look after yourself, the easier it is to look after yourself. But don't be surprised if when you slip, you feel like you're back at the beginning. You really aren't. Your new neural pathways have started to form and you'll get back into the swing of looking after yourself pretty quickly. Find a way of thinking that keeps you on track. I think of myself as a machine that needs regular maintenance, a machine that underperforms when it's working for too long without a reset. Repeat until you regularly practice self-care at work and anything else is an exception. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of goals, which each focus on a range of very specific habits. You decide which habits you want to build and Flex will suggest a range of small steps for you to experiment with. Each step is a way for you to explore different ways of behaving. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other related goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and many more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need some extra help. Good luck.